You're listening to Rock's Heart Radio. Today, Roxana Moran gets a preview of AHA 2022 from Amit Kara and Manesh Patel. Everyone, it's Roxana Moran from Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, and I am really, really thrilled on Rock's Heart Radio. Uh, today, we have our two, uh, the chair and the vice chair of the AHA 2022 scientific sessions with us. So exciting. Uh, my guests are um, Dr. Manish Patel and Dr. Amit Kara. And let me just quickly introduce both these distinguished faculties that we have here today. Dr. Manish Patel is the Richard S. Stack Distinguished Professor of Medicine, Chief of the Division of Cardiology and Co-Director of the Duke Heart Center at Duke University School of Medicine. He is the program chair uh, for the AHA Scientific Sessions 2022. And our second guest, I'm so thrilled to have Amit. I think it's your, it might be your second uh, showing here. I, we'll, yes. we'll talk about it a little bit later, but uh, Dr. Amit Kara is professor of medicine at UT Southwestern Medical Center. He is the uh, director of UT Southwestern's uh, preventive cardiology program, and also the program vice chair of the AHA Scientific Sessions 2022. I can go on about all of your incredible, both of your incredibles, incredible amount of um, uh, uh, work that you've done in, in medicine and cardiology and the leaders that you are, but congratulations on, on setting up one of the best uh, scientific sessions, uh, the HA uh, 2022. I am really, really excited. I had a glance at the program. There's something for everyone and it's in person in Chicago so exciting. Of course, I think New York City is better than Chicago, but what, what can you do? You are in Chicago. What a fantastic place. Uh, so let's start with, with you, uh, Manish. And if it's okay, I'm going to call you guys with your first names uh, just to make this fun for our listeners. Um, you know, we um, interventionalists and all of us cardiologists have always viewed AHA as like the, the um, meeting to be at. And then over the years, there's been some like change in that. And now there's this, I think, re-investment, um, but also invigoration in everyone to want to be at AHA. So uh, Manish, tell me what you're excited about. Yeah, th thanks, Roxanne. First of all, thanks for having us. And thanks for helping with the AHA. You're, you're a clear member of our big community helping us with the program in so many ways. You know, the first and foremost, and maybe I'll ask Amit to speak to this too, we're all coming out of two years or three years of just really tough times for our patients, for our communities, for each other. And the you know, American Heart Association um, mission is often uh, shown at the sessions, which is to try to help make sure people have equitable access to longer, healthier lives. And one of the exciting parts about being in Chicago is we're gonna get to see the breadth of that commitment. And that starts by just being in person and getting to see the trainees, getting to see each other so Chicago, we're sort of thinking about this, uh, Roxanne, you'll see what you think about this is we're calling it sort of, you know, one world together for science and welcome home. We want you back to a home that you've been to before. And if you're going to be at an AHA scientific sessions, we think when you get to Chicago, you're going to see some of the usual things if you've been to AHAs that you've been before. I mean, I know you and I walk the halls. What, what do you think? You know, we're trying to make sure that people feel that that feeling. Yeah, let me start back with you. I was thinking about that uh, today, just driving in. I'm looking at three of us. Three of us are a little bit old timers where if you've ever been to in-person meetings historically, you've been to Chicago and the McCormick Center. You know the McCormick Center. You've been, it's on the circuit, as they say. But, you know, a lot of our junior trainees have never been 
in-person meetings and what a concept that, you know, to be there in person, um, you know, coming off of ESC, which I was at and TCT, where I certainly saw both of you. And I can't tell you how exciting it is. And I think we've realized throughout COVID as much as there will be virtual components and there should be, you just can't replicate that personal interaction, uh, the Q&A, the interactions, the, that sort of the dynamism of being together. So we're so excited about Chicago uh, being together. And I think there's so much momentum going into this meeting. Yeah, I mean, the networking, right? I mean, I, I got to tell you, just seeing our friends, colleagues, and then coming up with some like brainstorming. Hey, that's that was a good session. What do you think about like, let's think about a project together. And, and I can't tell you the number of times that happened for me at TCT. And I know what will happen for me at AHA just seeing each other and just being excited about uh, being around one another. Um, yeah, yeah, and you're so generous with your time. You know, I think one of the other things you realize when you're at these meetings is we have a community of people that want to see colleagues and the younger generation succeed. Obviously, you've led so many wonderful movements. We see people coming up to each other and saying, tell me about how you did that. And so not only is it projects, it's the informal ability for trainees and others to come up and get to talk to Roxanne Moran, talk to Ahmed, talk to the greats in cardiovascular medicine that they're going to see there, but also others that are pushing the field in ways that you might not think. And, you know, that leads me to sort of think about all of these meetings at some level or is about presenting your science or getting to discuss the science. And so, you know, we started the AHA about the abstracts, you know, the, the amount of abstracts we have and the number of young people coming to get these young investigator awards or to think about those pretty career defining. Many of us may have had our, some of our first grants or first abstracts presented there. Um, it, I think it's around 5,000 abstracts. You know, um, it's a pretty substantial number across the breadth of all those communities. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, Manesh, I think that's it. And, and, and sort of, again, uh, you know, bringing Roxanne into sort of this discussion about this, but, you know, there's different types of abstracts. There's the traditional flat board, there's the moderated digital posters, there's oral abstract sessions. So going from, you know, informal up to the most formal, but now I'm going to go back to the flat boards. I, I love them. I like walking around, just mm. looking at all the science. Ch I mean, chatting where you can stand next to, you know, uh, leaders in the field, someone who's a medical student presenting right side by side, and everyone's sort of talking and discussing science. And I think this is what's really cool about the AHA is just the breadth of science, right? So, so there's a, clearly there's clinical. We have it in our in our CSSP, our planning. You know, there's clinical. There's population, but basic science. We have a huge basic science uh, programming. And I think that's the thing that's really exciting is the breadth of it. Yeah, I think about that flat board uh, that Andreas Grunzik presented in 1976, the dog model of, of a catheter-based intervention. And back then, um, you know, he had many people visiting him and look where we are now. And that was at AHA 1976. Now I wasn't born then, but uh, <laughs> no, I but I mean, either. <laughs> but seriously, an incredible, incredible um, uh, way of being able to create that kind of a community of discovery and and challenges of what we need to do for the future. And I think that it's great for the younger, um, uh, early career folks to just engage, Ooh. and that's what we're looking for: engagement. So Manish, maybe you could tell us, because I was part of the late-breaking science, uh, oh my God, the number of fantastic studies and how that all got put together. Maybe you want to tell everybody, because that to me is just so exciting. Yeah, no, thanks so much. And you were there with our sort of slotting session with Ahmed. One of the more exciting parts of being in the AHA in this is that you get to see all of the late-breakers that come through and what is the next sort of level of science. So just to give people an idea, this year we had 180 so or late breaking science submissions. 
it's really complicated. Uh, we have two rounds of independent reviewers review those and score those. And then, that, then we have what those listings are. And then we have a room of diverse experts with from expertise around the world from different types of um, scientific knowledge and different types of people, men and women, diverse people coming to a room to say what matters. And so what we were really excited about is we had over 50 randomized trials in that 180 late-breaking science submissions. We're going to have nine late-breaking science sessions along with eight or so um, featured science sessions. So this is a year where we thought even coming out of COVID, we might not see as much. We think it's going to be extremely impactful. I'll just give people a sense and then see what Amit's looking across to, across those sense. Day one, first session, we're going to have, we think, three trials that are going to probably affect the way people think about their clinical practice. The, the three trials are there's the transform randomized trial that's going to randomize patients 2,700 or so to furosemide versus torsemide and heart failure, a common clinical question. Uh, the next study is 13,000 patients with hypertension being randomized to hydrochlorothiazide versus chlorothalidone. And then a large study testing fibrates against placebo in patients with high triglycerides. These are common cardiovascular clinical questions we all think will happen. And there's many more. Maybe, Amit, you could talk about the diversity of science we see in the late breaking that I think people are going to probably be, ex you know, astounded and see just how much there is. Yeah, you know, Manesh, you know, to, to your point, we were so excited to have, you know, 40% increase in, in late breaking abstract submission. So, you know, the momentum is there and people are very excited. We have very high quality uh, information coming in. You know, back to your point about breath, you know, you talked about some of the classic, you know, huge mega late trials. And we also have some other interesting ones. You know, um, we again look at public health, looking at uh, effects of, of hypertension, we have multiple hypertension abstracts, looking at novel delivery, as well as novel therapeutics and hypertension. Um, we have, last year, we really had a lot of surgical trials, and we're excited to continue with that. Um, we have uh, looking at uh, steroids and in, in infant heart surgery. I mean, what a unique study that is. Uh, we have an exciting trial, a lot of heart failure. Always, there's always heart failure, as there should be. But one of the first randomized trials in ECMO is coming out uh, in session. So, and then you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a preventionist. So we have our fair share of really exciting lipid studies. We're going to hear some uh, derivatives from uh, EMPA kidney, and again, a lot of the novel therapeutics coming out in lipid lowering. So there's something for everyone for sure in the late breakers. And again, I want to acknowledge uh, uh, Roxana here for really helping us think through some of these. Oh late God! Breakers. But I got to tell you what I love about it. It's it's a breath of so much from in, from prevention to intervention. And many of our listeners are interventional cardiologists. And I, I just want to make sure they all know that the interventional content is quite, quite strong. A lot of sessions, case-based sessions with a lot of good discussion, the kinds of things that we see, but it brings so many, um, so many important variables into, into it. And, and as you saw, uh, and you discussed the, some of the some of the trials are also interventional and surgical, and and it just is fantastic to see that. What I love about beyond the science, which is absolutely always the strength of AHA, always above and all, above and beyond, is uh, the ability of and the way you've set up the program so that there's a lot of mingling and a lot of discussion and and ability to meet the experts and connecting the people. And I just love that about this year's program. I saw it uh, as you go through the, the program on the website, you see that uh, sort of everywhere. And it's just very, very exciting. But the big question to the two of you is, um, is it deep dish pizza or is it uh, the thin slice, <laughs> fantastic New York style? So let's understand that that's really the important question here. 
Yeah, it is a critical <laughs> question. The great news about Chicago is there's fantastic places to eat deep dish or otherwise. And a pizza is an important <laughs> question. You know, I do think, as you said, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about for at least the interventional audience, the relationship that the AHA has done this year with TCT. And there are two things that I would at least talk about this um, sort of collaboration as we're starting to learn how to, to work together and say, how can we do things that we even better for both sides? One is that, um, you know, we, we didn't mention one of the large randomized trials that's going to be presented is best CLI, a randomized trial of endovascular versus surgical therapy for critical limb ischemia and quality of life findings. But before that, with the TCT group, we've worked on having a case-based study with what's the best endovascular revascularization state-of-the-art sort of thinking about that in a, in a case-based theater. So what we've, at least with you all worked on is saying, how do we bring the science and then put the science into practice and put that practice back to what the guidelines are? And so we got a little bit of that when we were at TCT, where we had some AHA sessions where we're starting to work through with that collaboration. We're very excited about what that's going to look like at AHA. Um, I mean, I know you and I've been thinking about it a lot. Roxana, tell me what your take is on this. No, I mean, I think that's just the way, that's what the learners want, right? They want to know, okay, this is great science. How do I implement this in my practice? What do the guidelines mean? What do they say? How do we implement what we're learning? And I think what you guys have done masterfully is set up these sessions. And I think the, the learners are going to love it. Uh, I'm certainly looking forward to going to those sessions. I think what we did at TCT with some of the AHA sessions were highly, highly rated. Everyone was, I mean, it was packed. And many people are just looking, they're thirsty for this, for these answers from the experts because. We need to help them digest the, the science and bring it to practice. And I think that's uh, a big step that perhaps was kind of taken for granted. And I think what AHA is doing is changing that pattern. And I know we're going to see it throughout the program and as well as uh, in the coming years. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'll comment real quick on that, you know, that, that collaboration. So so back to the pizza. I'm a prevention preventive cardiologist. So, you know, cauliflower, <laughs> no fresh, oh, light, oh on, light on the cheese. No, no, we got to um, have pizza. But, but to that point, <laughs> um, you know, the uh, to your point, Roxanne, about, about you know, this TCT-AHA collaboration. I mean, you know, I was here, here I am a preventive cardiologist discussing a case at TCT. And I think the point was bringing in different perspectives, you know, so, 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 you know, I can hopefully add a, a different perspective. And I think you're going to see that at sessions too, again, more of these cases, more of this collaboration. So bringing the interventional perspective on the, the technical aspects, how you think about the cases, and then, you know, sort of the AHA uh, leader's perspective about some other clinical implications, how we think about the patients and things like that. And I'm looking here about some of our other main events. You said the word implementing, you know, implementing the 2020, uh, 2021 uh, Sky, AHA, ACC Sky guidelines on revascularization, controversies in valvular heart disease. So even beyond the core TCT AHA sessions, we have multiple ones related to interventional cardiology. No, it's yeah, going to be great. Go ahead, Amanis, please. I, say, I think it'll be good. And, you know, um, it, it'll be fun. I think the other thing people re yeah. recognize is, you know, meetings are in cities where you get to hang out with people, see science, put it in context. It should be fun. A couple of things AHA is trying to do that we did in the past. We're going to have the puppy petting booth so you can come. Oh, and my favorite. Oh. Last time we did that in Philadelphia, all the puppies were adopted. So we're going to do that again in Chicago. Oh, my God. Sure I'm definitely going to be there for that. Uh, there was one that was nippy. He's not going to be back this year. We're going to make sure all the puppies are you know nice and play along. So that that's going to be there. But additionally, I'll just mention for the opening session, we're excited to start the AHA with an opening session that's going to have hopefully what, what we think about our implications for public health as we come out of the pandemic. But think about the other challenges we have. We're lucky to have Dr. Califf, the FDA commissioner, who's going to be giving a talk. We have a few U.S. surgeons generals uh, who you're going to get to hear from a challenge. Oh. And we've had some other international heart um, sort of 
public health thinkers. So that opening session should hopefully set the stage for people to think about global care in their own local environment. Now, I got to tell you, I just can't wait. I think it's going to be an amazing session. Congratulations to, to both of you. I know you worked tirelessly on this program. And, you know, just as excited as the two of you are, I think many who are going to look at this and who are going to come, this is a not to be missed meeting. And I, I'm looking forward to it, especially knowing the two of you um, uh, uh, enthusiasts for exercise and walking and all of the runs and the walks and all of those important plans. And I'm, I'm expecting to see you guys around Chicago early in the morning with your sweats on and, or maybe not, and maybe just sweating <laughs> with your, uh, with your early morning exercise that I always see the two of you do. So thank you for that. Um, I hope the listeners are as excited as all, uh, all of us here for HA 2022. Uh, if you haven't registered, go on the website. It's a click away. Uh, if you're a cardiologist, there's something for everyone. And if you're not, and you're uh, internal medicine and excited about this, if you want to go into cardiology, I know there's a whole medical student group that's going to be there. I mean, there is everything. There's something for everyone. And I look forward to seeing you all in person and, and connecting and, and exchanging ideas and networking with my colleagues. Thank you so much for your time this morning. And um, this is Roxana Moran signing off. Thank you, Manish. Thank you, Amit. See you very, very soon in less than four weeks. Yeah, thanks. See you See in you. Chicago.